We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Everybody's excited to have him back. You saw yesterday how Jack was, uh, you know, he had a schoolgirl crush look on. <laughs> yes, he did. And, and the fanboying that Ike and, and John were doing. So, yes, yeah, excited to have him back because you talk about when he came back, the run that they went on, it was phenomenal. It no was. It was amazing here. So, and, and really, we're in good hands here in Philadelphia with, with the leaders of, of the two teams that have the most success lately. Obviously, Bryce Harper, what he did in the postseason. And, of course, there's Jalen Hurts leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl. And, and Jalen Hurts last night, listen to this. I mean, this guy's a quote machine. Jalen Hurts at the Maxwell Awards last night uh, letting us all know that there's business still to be finished here. Yeah, y'all don't get used to that other thing we did. We, we plan on finishing moving forward. Um, like you all, I know y'all love the game, but uh, I love that. I love that. I love, I love it a lot. Uh, and um, I'm never, ever satisfied. And, you know, I know uh, Coach Sirianni, um, everyone in that building, we're all looking forward, for, looking forward to what's to come. So I know we ain't um, – we didn't – it's only the beginning, like Mom said. Uh, <laughs> It's only the beginning, but um, I know I ain't. Um, I know I didn't walk through that sm- walk through that fire just to smell the smoke. So we're gonna finish it off like that. Thank you. Jalen Hurts last night at the Maxwell Awards. That guy's a quote machine. He's a politician, man. <laughs> I mean, he's running for office, and 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 the the reality of everything that he says is that's what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. They want to know, like you know, last week. When, when one of the callers called in and we were talking about, I, I was talking about Joel Embiid and, and his body language and, and his demeanor, whether it was fair or not. And, and, I, and I said when I, when I made that uh, criticism of him, it, it's probably not fair because it's, I, don't, I, don't, I can't see inside Joel Embiid. I don't know what makes him mm-hmm. drive. But when you hear Jalen Hurts say some of the things that he says, that's why people love him is because there is without a doubt care in him and 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 people want to know you care as much as they do I mean that's the bottom line when we talk about being a fanatic and a sports fan we want to know that the guys that we root for it means just as much to them as it does to us as fans yeah and because they're the ones out there and if they feel or if it, if we perceive it not to be the same it's kind of hard like it, you're disappointed you're you feel you feel let down you feel crushed so when you hear him say things like that and you know that it's still fresh on his mind, that makes you feel good to know that, you know, hey, he feels the same way that I still feel. Yeah, the, the, both of these guys, Bryce Harper, Jalen Hurts, are, are driven. And I, and I think, Hugh, there's a real chance, a, real, a good chance, that both of them will lead their teams to championships here in Philadelphia before it's all said and done. But, but as I, I was thinking about it this morning, because these are the two guys now, right? They, they both led their teams to the precipice, right there. They climbed all the way to the top of the mountain, but they couldn't They couldn't get all the all fully to the top. World Series for the Phillies, Super Bowl for the Eagles here. But, you know, I was thinking about these two guys, right? Jalen Hurts, Bryce Harper. They got really close. That They are both tremendous players. They mm-hmm. are, I would say right now, the two most loved players or, or like the two guys we believe in the most in Philadelphia moving forward. You know, Joel Embiid's a great player, but he's got to get out of the second round. But right now it's Jalen Hurts and Bryce Harper. And, you, as, as much as I think the Eagles – are going to be really good for the next few years and have a real chance. I, if I had to bet on one of these guys to actually lead a parade down Broad Street, 
I bet on Bryce Harper, and let me tell you why. So Bryce is a great player, and mm. and we know that. But I, Hugh, I had questions at the last October about Bryce Harper in terms of being a winner, right? You know, he's a great player, but he had never done it. But last year, what he did in the postseason, man, it was unbelievable. He carried them on his back, and I think he's reached a different level now where he kind of gets it. He he kind of understands what it, what he needs to do. When he gets to that biggest stage, hitting the home run to beat the Padres. And you, I think about the Phillies and what they're trying to build here. And the one thing I, I love about Bryce Harper and the contract he has, boy, it looks like a bargain now. Look at all these guys getting $350, $400 million. So Bryce Harper now, this is amazing. He's 41st now in baseball average per year. 41st mm-hmm. salary. Yeah, he was one of the top salaries. Like when yes. he, first time, he got a, a, a ton of money. So it allows the Phillies to put all these good players around him, right? So they, they got Trey Turner. They, and Castellanos has it worked out, but they got Castellanos. They, you know, they'll probably be able to re-sign Aaron O. So I think the Phillies will be able to put a lot of good players around Bryce Harper. He proved last year he's a winner. He's clutch. And, and the one thing I can trust with Bryce Harper is, he's got a longer track record. Like, I, I think Jalen Hurts will play really well for the next five to seven years, I think, and I, and I believe that, but we haven't seen it. Bryce Harper has a real track record now, basically a decade of outstanding baseball in the major leagues, and the DH is available for him Hugh, as he gets older. He'll take, you know, Jalen's going to take hits and all that. If I had to bet on one of these guys, Hugh Douglas, I would bet on Bryce Harper to lead the Phillies to a World Series I think he's going to do it at some point. They both might, but I, I would bet on Bryce if I had to bet on one. You know what? I, and I understand where you're coming from. You're talking about the longevity of baseball players mm-hmm. and, you know, the fact that, you know, Bryce is going to be here forever. So I, I definitely feel you on that. But I will argue this point. I think it's going to be Jalen Hurts because you talk about the body of work thus far. I think Jalen's in a better situation or or he's he's trending upward more so than Bryce is. Let me tell you why. This was Bryce has only been to the playoffs four times in his career. Yeah, I believe so. Career. Last year was his first one with the yeah, Phillies. Yeah, his first one with the Phillies. Before the run that he was on last year, I there was starting to be rumblings of whether or not Bryce was that guy. You know, because you talk about the type of money that you pay for him, the fact that he's been injured, the fact that there was no playoff appearances before last year. I think that it was going to start to go south for Bryce. Now, with the money that they spent in the offseason and the players that they put around him, I feel like, yes, now that is the case, but – Bryce has benefited tremendously from this year because it was about to get ugly for him. Well, it was. And, and, and you, last September, it was terrible. He came back time was all up. It was just bad. They got the postseason. And one These two guys are the engines that drive these respective teams. Bryce Harper is the engine that drives the Phillies, and obviously Jalen Hurts the engine that drives the Eagles, and and they need both these guys. The Phillies need Bryce Harper. The, the Eagles need Jalen Hurts. But if you had to bet on one of them to lead their team to a championship, who would it be? I, I would bet on Bryce. Hugh here would bet on, on Jalen Hurts. Kyle Quinn, what are you feeling on this? As we, um, I mean, really, these two guys, it, it's amazing. A year ago, this, this was Joel Embiid's town. Yeah. Or a year and a half ago, two years ago. The town now belongs to these two. Bryce Harper, Jalen Hurts, they just, I mean, they, in a sense, they were the biggest reasons their team got to the Super Bowl and the World Series. No question. And for me, I think it was probably Bryce Harper until I heard that speech, that cut from Jalen Hurts. There's just something about that kid. I believe every word that comes out of his mouth. And all he's done throughout his career is step up and get better and better. He puts his money where his mouth is and works extremely hard to get to where he is. And I know that uh, we just witnessed Bryce Harper, uh, and it was absolutely unreal in the postseason, but how often do we see 
that kind of thing happen in baseball. It's rare. And I know we're going to play the uh, Bryce Harper cut coming up here, and you hear Scott say he may never hit a bigger one, and he's right. It's not because that's Bryce Harper's fault necessarily. It's just that rare that the big guys in baseball step up in those kind of moments all the time. I just look at both situations on a, a, a grand scale here. And the way the NLE shakes out, and the way that the NFC I was shakes about out. To say that the NLE, yeah, yeah the, that's the that's the point right there. The fact that Jalen Hurts has the ability to completely take over a game, uh, a season being the fact that he's the quarterback of the team, I, I just think he has more of an ability to f- uh, affect the outcome. So for that reason, I got to go with Jalen. And then you know you talk about like projected East winners, and I'm just looking at one of the projections. It might be different for another one, but they have the Mets winning the East. Mm-hmm. To me, the Mets are the wild card. Because we saw how they melted down towards the end of the year. They were the front runners the whole year. And then towards the end, they let the Braves catch the Braves, end up winning the, the, the East. And, you know, we saw what happened in the, in, in, the, in the playoffs. So they are the wild card for me. And you talk about the Phillies are coming in at third. I don't know. Like, it all depends. Like, we were talking about where you, what you, where you look because they say the Atlanta Braves are going to be better. But I don't know. When you lose a player like Desby Swanson mm. and you replace him with, with, with Vaughn Grissom, an unproven player. Sure, there's some growing pains that are going to be there. No question about that. So I don't. I don't know. So that to me, the Mets are the wild card in the division, and you know the Phillies. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of great things being said about them. But like I said, the Mets. You got to. You got to wonder what they're going to do. Well, and unlike the NFL with a salary cap, the Mets could. I mean, in a year, the Mets could have a five hundred million dollar payroll. Like yeah, they, they could got get some money. They could get Shohei Otani. Like they. Could, they it could get ridiculous here. Two one five five nine two. 94-94 is how you hop board on this Friday morning. Hurts, Harper, if you had a bet on one of these guys to lead their team to a championship, who would it be? The other aspect I think interesting is you is who will play better for longer, right? More chances to to play at a high level. Now, Jalen's way younger, mm-hmm. but, you know, he only has had one great year, right? Like, if you had to tell me to guess their their how they're going to play for the next five years, I think it's easier to guess Bryce Harper, right? 30 home runs. About 100 runs batted in. And then the longevity. And the longevity. And then the fact that Bryce could still be a huge factor if he decides to DH. If sure. If he can move and become a DH. Jalen is a little different. But the reason why I'm trending, because when you look at that short that short spurt of where Jalen has played, three years in the league, going into his fourth, mm-hmm. two playoff appearances. It's pretty impressive. It is, and the, and the first year, twenty twenty one, his first year starting, that team was pretty. He he, I would say he took a team that shouldn't have made the playoffs. They made it. Yeah, he dragged them. There. So I'm I'm looking at that, and and that's why I'm leaning more towards Jalen and the fact that you're playing in a in a struggling NFC East. Yeah, Strug- That's that's being kind. Well, let me say it that way. That's being real kind. And I made the point last week, Hughes, and this is a it is a big factor. Like the the NL in baseball is loaded. Yeah, man, it, it's it is it is loaded. But I, but I look at Bryce Harper, and I I think he went to a different level. I, I've always been a Bryce Harper fan. I was banging the table here at WIP four years ago, five years ago. They had to get this guy. You know th- that that kind of talent at twenty six years old doesn't just come out to free agency, and they got him. 94 WIP breaking news. I, I did see Kyle say something. He yeah. made like a, a, what do we got? We got something big? It's supposed to be jarring. you. Uh, yeah, because Matt Gelb <laughs> tweets, the Phillies announced Andrew Painter will rest for four weeks from the date of his injury with a right proximal UCL sprain. The diagnosis was delayed because Painter's camp wanted a second opinion from Dr. Neil Alatrache. Yeah, it sounds like Boris was involved. All right, so di- that's not great. UCL sprain is usually a precursor to something worse, but hopefully rest can... Uh, could do something yeah, it's there. not just aggravated, inflamed. Yep. Rest and, and you know maybe maybe it's a little slight little tear. Nothing that you that requires surgery. So yeah, hopefully it'll be fine. Hopefully. Uh, also, I have uh, another big bomb of breaking news Uh-oh. here. Oh, Eagles cornerback Darius Slay has given permission 
uh, has been, been given permission to seek a trade per Diana Rossini of ESPN. Okay, Diana <laughs> Rossini dropping bomb. Woo! Bomb. Wow. Bomb in the first segment. Um, Two okay, a lot of bombs here in this first segment. For, how, how does that make you feel, Joe? Because I know you're you're a, a stalwart defensive guy. Are you a little? Are you a little? Well, well, that so a couple things there, Hugh. That that tells me they don't want to extend Darius Slay. Well, <laughs> yes. he's been given permission. Well, why why were you giving permission? Because you want out, right? You, yes. you you want he, he want Darius Slay wants his money. The Eagles do not want to give him his money. Well, so go go look for a trade. No, and I think another thing was he made it clear that he wanted to be here. I don't like. It's interesting because now I'm curious to how did this phone call go? Was this a phone call where they prompted the call and said, hey, like kind of like you did yesterday, what are you doing? What you doing after, you know, you've had a nice outing with, you know, a friendly, a friendly, friendly friend. And you say, hey, what, you, what are you about to do? It's time to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they did slay like that. Hey, you, hey, how about you go ask for a trade and see what happens? <laughs> maybe, maybe it was kind of like that. Yeah, you know what? I, Hugh, I knew there was – how, this whole Eagles thing's been too quiet, right? Everyone's just like, well, they're going to lose all these free agents. Something's going to happen here. And Howie's never quiet. I knew something was up when, you know, as much as the fan base talked about how great these players were in the secondary, the fact that they are willing to move on, the fact that they did not franchise tag C.J. Gardner-Johnson, the fact that you have all these pundits on television. You know, we're talking about Ryan Clark, how he is, he is an advocate for C.J. G.J. to be here. Mm-hmm. The Eagles haven't they they haven't made a move. They see something different. Like like we talked we were talking about. As a pundit, you know, we see things the way that we used to see it back in the day we played and things like that, but the, the NFL is constantly changing. It's different than the time that I played. Sure. And the the uh, the value that they put on these players at certain positions is not as high as it once was or not as great as it used to be. So that's how you have to look at it. I feel like the Eagles are willing to move on. And get a whole new young secondary. It feels like they're, I mean, literally willing to, do, to replace the whole secondary. I mean, that yeah. that, that po- is possible. Or they're looking to take some of this money they could save on Slay and bring back one of these guys we've been talking about for two weeks here. 215-592-9494. So there's a lot to react to early in this show. Man, I Andrew Payne arresting for four weeks. Uh, UCL strain, which is, is a great news, but obviously no surgery recommended right now. Darius Slay been given permission to seek a trade. We'll see where that lands the Eagles and uh, what they're willing to do there. And uh, we need your take on this. Jalen Hurts, Bryce Harper, if you had to bet on one, if you could only bet on one to lead their team to a championship, who would you bet on? They both got close. 215-592-9494. I'm on Harper. Hughes on Hurts. Rob and Delco leads us off this morning. Good morning, Rob. Rob. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Joe? What's up, Hugh? What's hey, on, Rob. Man? How you doing this morning? Hey, hey, good, man. How you boys doing? All right? Good. Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. Listen, we were talking a little bit yesterday. I know you get so many calls, but that's not good news at UCL. I'm just – I knew Joe when they said something and they didn't come out for a few days. Yep. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And it's just, it's just figures. We can never stumble upon – a 19, 20-year-old stud like Acuna or like Tatiche before he had the injuries in San Diego. You know what I mean? Like just somebody that's a stud. It's just, you know, we got to spend $300 million to get a player. We never can get lucky with a young stud like Painter. It's just, you know, I hope he's all right. Yeah, you know? I mean, and Rob, it, I, I'm not shocked when you think about it. Like he's 19, he throws this hard. It happens. I mean, throughout a career, all these guys seem to have some sort of elbow issue. Hopefully they, hopefully they caught this before it tears and, and the rest will make a big difference. I hope so. I really do. Um, and, and just to touch on this for a second, and I really hate even spending a second on it, can the Flyers move tomorrow? Like, I'm so dumb. I, I want them to cut out just the Philly sports in general. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't get them anymore. 
show. Well, they, they, they everyone's making breaking news today. They, they fired Chuck Fletcher, which we'll get to here, Rob. There's a there's a lot going on. What do you, what do you make on this, Harper or Hurts? If you only could bet on one. Listen, I'm going to go with Harper, and the only reason is is because unless you have the elite of the elite, which is the best quarterback in the league, which is Mahomes, you're not going to win when you pay these guys fifty million dollars. It's just been proven with Russell Wilson, with Aaron Rodgers, with all these other guys that get these Deshaun Watson. They get all these bad contracts. Sean Watson, all these guys have done nothing on top of the guys that are good, and they don't win. You just you have to take advantage of the guy on the rookie contract, just because you have to fill a squad. And I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be Harper because you know what, Middleton spends money. He spends money, so yeah. And there's no salary cap there, Robin. And Rob, no that, it it makes it. Job we appreciate. I mean, Hugh, that that is a factor here, right? Like, yeah, the, no salary cap is de- it's a huge factor. Yeah, it's good. It it's going to be harder for the Eagles to win with Hurts when he gets paid. Doesn't mean they can. I mean, it's just it's going to be more challenging for Howie. I think that there's still a window, even though Jalen is 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 going to get paid mm-hmm. and he's still young. There's still a window, and the projected salary that Jalen or the projected money that he's looking at is like what six years, two hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Yeah, we had a post of that on uh, on the WIP uh, Twitter and Instagram. The spot track they like do the market values. They kind of guess what a player's worth. Yeah, and they have they have hurts around the number you said, which. Honestly, if it if it ends up there, I think that's pretty reasonable. That's, that's a reasonable number, and and that's still, <clears throat> in my opinion, you're still in in position to field a really really good football team. So that's not that bad. But I totally get, you know, baseball with the fact that you can go out and pay three or four hundred million dollars for players and, and and surround your team with with better players. And it's it's the window, the opportunity is 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 there. It's going to be there for years to come. It's a little bit different in football, but I do like the fact that. We're in a weak division right now, and our quarterback is trending towards an elite level. That's what we're betting mm-hmm. on. See, like this, and everything that I'm saying, it's a bet. It's still a bet. It's not etched in stone. But I believe that Jalen is trending towards elite level quarterback play. Well, if he is, then he'll be worth the money, and the Eagles will be a Super Bowl contender every year. 215-592-9494. It's funny how these two, there are different stages of their career here, Hugh. I mean, one player is really young. Jalen Hurts is 24. Mm-hmm. You know, We're going into this, I'll call this like the second or third stage of Bryce Harper's career, right? He was the young phenom. Then he became superstar, paid a lot of money. Now I feel like he's moving towards that like that's that veteran who kind of gets it all. I mean that that postseason he had last year. Like you, if you asked me this question, if we threw this question out in September, I probably would have said Jalen Hurts because I you mentioned it. We had never seen Bryce Harper have playoff success, lead a team anywhere. Like I mean, you know, Hugh, until last year he never got out of the first round of the playoffs. Is, then he went on that run. Yeah, isn't it? Wasn't there a little bit of a tete a tete early on with the fans? He was like a little bit of a, a dust up, and he had to go ahead and quell that a little bit. A little bit. He um, he kind of yelled back at a fan. I mean, yeah. he's he's been mostly loved, I'd say, since he got here. But, but I mean, he was, was a hothead when he was young. Yeah, he was a little. He had to adjust a little bit to be sure. Here. Listen, and, and I and I totally get where you're coming from, but like I said, in that division, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, Mets are the wild card. It seems like it's kind of wide open for Jalen Hurts for the next couple of years, and you need to take advantage. That's what you need to take advantage of. You need to take advantage of that because, and that's probably, you know, thinking about it now, that's probably one of the reasons why these young cornerbacks are so expendable Mm. because you're not playing against directly playing against elite talent at the receiver spot or the quarterback spot. That's probably why you make the, the secondary is made so expendable. Well, you're probably right on that. 215-592-9494 to hop in. Ton of chew on here. The Eagles have allowed Darius Slay to seek trade and see what's out there. Uh, Chuck Fletcher fired by the Flyers. We'll get to that coming up. Andrew Painter. 
going to rest for four weeks with a sprained UCL. And we're debating Jalen Hurts, Bryce Harper here. If you can only bet on one to lead their team to a championship. The other aspect, quickly, and then we'll go back to the phone lines here, that I, I think it plays in for me and why I pick Harper. The DH, Hugh, is a big deal. Like, Bryce Harper has had back issues. He obviously just had surgery on his elbow. Mm-hmm. Like, Jalen Hurts is a running quarterback that gets hit a lot, right? The, the, the Phillies could really protect Bryce Harper if they choose to. He could be the DH a lot the rest of his career. Just has to hit. I mean, think about Big Poppy, right? David Ortiz. David Ortiz he made a life. Of, man, a very very popular player up there in Boston. He like hit being forever. DH. Yeah, that guy when he was forty, he was still raking. Yeah, I I wish I had that skill set. Yeah. Like that when I would still probably have my old ass out there trying to play <laughs> baseball to this day. But they didn't have like I would have to go to the AL. But still, that's a that's a heck of a skill set to have just to be out there. Just don't have to play a position. So just, just bit bombs. Yeah, and it sounds like, you know, with that being said, it sounds like Bryce is very, very open to, do, to doing that. He do, And last year it seemed like he didn't like the idea, but then he had no choice and he's open to it. Now he might be up the DH a lot for the Phillies. 215-592-9494. Jeff is in Wilmington on the Midday Show. Hey, Jeff. Yo, guys, what's going on? What's going on, man? Hey, Jeff. Hey, this is an interesting question because if you look at it in, in this way, Jalen has – the Eagles have a better opportunity with the way you guys are talking about with the way the division is set up and the NFC in general to get there. But the thing is, when you get there, it's you get, it's one and done. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. don't have chances. Now, in baseball, if you get there, you've got at least multiple chances if you get past, you know, if you get into the series. And I told Kyle that if I had a bet and I don't gamble, I'm not against it. I'm just bad at it. I don't <laughs> want to waste my money. Um, I would have to probably bet on Jalen and the Eagles getting there winning at first, but I'm a, I'm a baseball guy. I want the Phillies to win it this year real bad. So uh, I'm kind of torn between that. But it, it is an interesting question. You know what, Jeff? I, I was telling Joe this morning because I was here when, when the Phillies won the World Series. I, you yeah. know, I was doing stuff yeah. at Fox. That, yeah. like, this is a football town, but it's different when the Phillies are doing well. I mean, it's just it it's it's just different, man, and it just felt different. It was a great feeling. Uh, it was great to be a part of that. That's I think that's when people were far. That's the first greasing of the poles when that started to happen. Yes, and people were far off of lines. That was just hilarious. I just, I just identify with baseball more because that's what I played growing up. You know, all the way through junior college, and I played football one year. I was too small, and I got my ass kicked too much. So, and I, I love football, but baseball is what I know more about, and I, you know, yeah, I, like I said, if I had to bet, I, I got to go with the Eagles and Jalen just because of the way the uh, division and the, and the uh, conference is set up. Yeah, man, the, the Mets. To get there. Yeah, the Mets are the wild. To me, the Mets are the wild card. They got money to they play are. with, and then they can go out <laughs> and they can make some serious moves. It's almost as yeah. if if the Cowboys had unlimited salary cap. That that's what the Mets are, right? Yeah. Like that's they're exactly yeah. what they are. Yeah. Yes, the Mets are the Cowboys of baseball. <laughs> with no salary cap. It, it, and it, it wouldn't shock me if they get Otani in a year. I mean, that, that, that owner is ridiculous. 215, Jeff, we appreciate it. 215-592-9494. A ton to react to here on the uh, the midday show this morning. I mean, we had, we had double breaking news to start the show. That doesn't happen very often. It might happen next week. I we, think. Yeah. We got a little bit of a curveball to start the, the midday show. You know, show it's the sounder, though, man, because I feel like because my I keep my phone on the desk, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, snap, my phone is like my ringer's on. That's what I'm thinking in my head. So I got to get used to that. Yeah, well, you know what? We better get used to it next week. NFL free agency is almost here. All right, coming up on the other side, all your phone calls, Hertz, Harper, 
Who do you who would you bet on if you had to bet on one to win a championship? Lead the Eagles Phillies to a championship. And we'll get to all your reaction. The breaking news on Darius Slay being given permission to seek a trade. How you feel about that and the news on Andrew. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Of course, I want an extension with the Eagles. You know, I love the Eagles. Uh, they took another chance on me, man, and um, trading for me. And I panned out very well, of course. Uh, but yeah, man, I love that. I love that money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course, I'm going to be talking about this. Obviously, in this area, but that's what all we all do. You know, when uh, we got one year left, one idea, we try to get the extension because, you know, makes the cap low. Yep. And then, you know, you can start building around the team because, you know, once you cap too high, you can't add more players. So with me, you know, with my cap that high, yeah. I, I'm sure they probably want to you know, get it down. And uh, the best way to get it down is, you know, give me some money. I'm with it, though, you know, but I love Philly, man. I, you know, I, I plan on staying on Philly, but, you know, if it don't, it don't happen, but uh, I know I got one year left here. Best way to fix that cap number could be to move the money around or to, or to give him a trade. Welcome back. Midday show, WIP, U Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. Of course, the voice of Darius Slay there. So we got the news, Diana Rossini, this morning of ESPNU that the Eagles have allowed Darius Slay's agent to seek a trade. The, and according to her report, the Eagles are so hopeful to find a solution where Slay remains the Eagle. Here's my take on this, and, I, and I'm, I'm fine with them trading him away. And I, I, this strikes me as a little bit like the Lamar Jackson thing. We're like, if you find a team willing to give you as much money as you want, go ahead, we'll trade yeah, you there. Yeah, because you're, you're trying to, you're trying to get, you're trying to get an extension. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get an extension. They don't want to give you an extension, so they're allowing you the opportunity to go out and find somebody that's willing to give you the extension that you want. Bottom line. Do you think it'd be a mistake to trade Darius Slay? I no, don't. I don't think. Listen, I've said this since I've been here. It was one of the first things you said to me when we were talking about the defense, what you're about to say now. Yeah, I was like, there, there has to be a disconnect. Because I like being in the, in the press box and hearing people talk about not being able to blitz like you want to and da 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 and all, this team having – I was like, well, from, from, from my vantage point, I looked at it like, okay, well, if they're not doing that, it must be something that they're not, be, they're not able to do in, on the back end. And they might not be as good as – they think they are. And everything that has happened up until this point leads me to believe that that kind of validates how I was thinking. You know, you're talking about moving on from C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Uh, I don't know what the situation is with Ray Bradbury right now. Probably he's going to be here, mm-hmm. but who knows? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're moving on from Darius Slay. So they're looking at it like, you know, hey, we there's an opportunity somewhere. I'll either be in the draft or it's through free, free agency that they feel – like they have an opportunity to upgrade their secondary. 
Well, and to your point on that, 215-592-949 for the weigh-in on all of this. Darius Slay being in permission here to seek a trade. Both you and I agree on this. I, I, I don't think it's a mistake to, to trade Slay away. But you, to, to your point, like if, if they thought these guys were great cover guys, right, left alone in space. This would not be a – Well, they would, would have been more open to blitzing, right, because those guys could take care of it on the back end. The one thing that struck me about these corners – Hugh, I don't think they're very fast, like or quick. They're good, right? And they could body you up, and, and they're and they're really good cover guys. But when they faced really fast and quick receivers, I thought they could be beat. That's what happened to, to Bradbury with Juju, right? He beat him off the line, and yeah. they held him. Man, listen, uh, AJ Terrell got a chance to watch him play. AJ Terrell is a lockdown corner, and he's he young. Was, he was young, and he was considered one of the better corners in the game, like last year, on a tough uh, season for the Atlanta Falcons. He was a guy that, you know, you look at, like, he he was one of those guys that when you watch him on film, they didn't readily throw to his side. He was, like, you know, he was a lockdown corner. Now, the other corners and stuff like that, they had issues with. That's why the Falcons were considering getting another corner. Mm. Uh, these corners that that I saw play, from 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 my limited knowledge, I'll, 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 I'll own that, of the position, it didn't look like they were the guys that, that were dynamic. You know, and I played with some dynamic corners. And, and you know, that's me going back into the archives and my, my history book and looking at the guys that I played with and how ingre- aggressive and how they played the game. These guys weren't it. I, I, it was no no comparison to Troy Vincent or Bobby Taylor or Al Harris for that that matter back there in that second. Well, you're right about that. 215-592-9494. Let's get to some reaction here. And, and, and one thing quickly here. Slay's 32 years old. I mean, they, they might have a youth movement on defense anyway, just because of what's happening here with all these free agents. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're like, listen, if we're doing this youth movement, trade this guy. Let, let's move on. If you're not giving this guy a long-term contract at the age of 32, corners go bad quickly when they lose a step. So a, a Slay trade is now out there. The Eagles have granted Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. I do wonder what the compensation would be. I wonder what he's worth. They traded a 3-5 and five for him, I believe it was, three years ago. You know, Hugh, they don't have many picks this year. They only have five picks, and they're and you look at the But for them to grant you a trade, that kind of also says to me that they might cut you. There's an opportunity. They, they might cut you. If there's no market for you, mm-hmm. it sounds like they might cut their losses because that's the position that you're in. Like, again, I'm speculating. I don't know. I don't know what the phone call was. But if they initiated it, if they initiated, if they called you and say, "Hey, how, how, are you open to seeking a trade? Go ahead and see what you can get." Then that that to me says that you're probably going to get cut. Yeah, and I, and I think this it stems from last week. We played the cut as we came in. He's talking on his podcast about an extension. Like there's obviously something went wrong here when the money he asked for didn't work out. Let's go to the phone lines here. John is in Philly. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing today? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, John. Hey, listen, I, I just uh, – I am would not be upset if we traded Barry Slay. In fact, I think we should – you know, I think he should be traded. I mean, this one thing we learned after the Super Bowl is, especially with the defense and, uh, and our secondary, you know, a little bit of dissension has come out. So, you know, and, I, and I've talked about this before. Like, Darius Slay is a captain. He didn't do anything to help that. In fact, he kind of hurt that a little bit by pounding his chest and, you know, kind of self-promoting himself instead of taking – you know, responsibility for blown assignment in the Super Bowl. But, you know, as a captain, you're supposed to collectively be on the same page. Yet, you know, he wants to distance himself from any liability and, you know, let everybody know how great he is 
And we don't need that on this team. So, you know, that's not what our captains are all about. You look at our other captains that we have, and they don't act like that. They take responsibility. It's a team effort. It's a team loss. You know, and, you know, it's time for this guy to move on. We're not going to give him an extension, so why keep him around? And like you said, if you can get a third, I'd even take a fourth-round pick, get rid of him, and be done with it. Well, John, to your point, I mean, we don't need that stuff, and especially at a $26 million cap hit, right? If, if he's 26 years old and he's making a little bit of money and he's still obviously a good player, we're, we're probably just dealing with this, right? We're living with it. But he, the guy's got a gigantic cap hit, and he wants more years at 32 years old? Like, trade him. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show what his attitude is. I mean, like... You know, he's definitely not for the team. He's definitely for himself. So you trade him, right? And we can save that money. We can put that money to use elsewhere. And, you know, we really don't need that kind of atmosphere in our locker room. So, you know, thank you for what you've done in the last, you know, couple years, but it's time for you to move on. Uh, To be fair, I don't don't think this has anything to do with the the podcast things that he's done or anything like that. I think this strictly has to do with his play on the field. I, I really do. I don't. I don't think that. I know that rubs a lot of people the wrong way, and we've talked about that a lot. But just to be fair to him, I don't think this has anything to do with what he said on his podcast or coming out and, and saying, you know, he want to be a Hall of Famer or anything like that. This is strictly a business move, and I feel like they they feel like they can upgrade at that position. Well, yeah, and they're probably thinking, and Hugh, you've been saying this for a couple of weeks, that maybe the whole secondary, it's it's a full youth movement. Like yeah. they just remake the whole thing in one offseason. So that's part of it. And then we, we talked about this a few days ago, like the idea of he's 32. I mean – would it shock you if they bring Bradbury back and, and trade Slay? I mean, I could see that. And then they pair Bradbury with the young corner in the first round. Like they could they could remake this thing. It's an opportunity to do that. And if Slay if Slay finds a trade that is good for him and he finds a contract good for him, I, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I think it, I I do not think it would be a mistake. I think it'd be fine to trade Darius Slay away. Let's talk to uh, Rasheem in North Philly. What's up, Rasheem? Rasheem, what's up? What's up? How you guys doing? What's going on? Hey, Rasheem. Hey, what's up? Hell yeah, it's a mistake. Unless you're telling me that you have a, a plan where you're bringing back somebody that has the same talent level, Darius Slate. Yes, we could talk about Brad Berry being a good cornerback, but he's a good number two cornerback. Now he has to move into the number one type of cornerback position, and we all seen how he played when he had to be that number one cornerback for the Giants. So, so, so for me, the only way. thing I could probably agree with is if you want to cut him because of money. And that's it. But anything else talking about when when people talk about yeah, well, 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 the culture and everything else, man. The only thing I hear about, the only thing I hear that from is, is old ass people, man. Because at the end of the day, this is your youngest player game. When when, when we have podcasts, we have young players who, who who are a little bit more, I would say, flamboyant. That's almost like 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 where. The NFL is at right now. It's yeah, no, but it's not Rasheem. It's not flam. It's not flamboyant. I have no problem with guys that are flamboyant. Like Rasheem. Rasheem, after he, they they, they got podcast, he, has a, he talks on the podcast. That's fine, and he can he say whatever he, he wants. But it also could bother me what he says. Rasheem, in the second half of the Super no, Bowl, on, Patrick Mahomes was thirteen of fourteen, and the one incompletion he threw out of the back of the end zone. And I have to hear this guy talking about how well they played. It's it sounds ridiculous. It does not sound ridiculous. Now, now, now thirteen of fourteen. I hear what you're saying, but it does not sound ridiculous because if you look at the numbers or who was completing the passes, it was Childish Kelsey. Yes, he had a miscommunication in the end zone for a touchdown, but but if you're looking at the guys he was covering, nobody was getting open. So so, but 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 now, but I believe in call about that. The only thing I'm saying is, if you're cutting this man, please bring somebody at the same talent level or better than him because you're losing CJ DJ and you're losing him in Hargrave. Uh, our secondary will, as a whole, look better because of the pass rush. I just don't want to go into the situation where you have Kerry Williams and Brett and, 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 Brett and Brett <laughs> oh. Fletcher's back there. I, I, I don't want oh, to. You're going to a dark place, Rasheem. You're going to a dark place. It's not a dark place. 
It's not a dark place because one thing I can agree with you yesterday, you said that we, we haven't seen Howie Roseman sustain this type of success. It always been where, it's, you know, right. after 17, uh, it, it went downhill from that. I'm not saying that this is where it's going to go because uh, last year it was a draft trade and then Bradman we signed later on in the offseason. But I was looking now, it, but, it's going down that road Rasheen, to, for, to me. First and foremost, I respect your passion that you show for Darius Slay. I really, really do because you ride for my man. But this is how you have to look at it. They they watch way more film than we could ever watch as as Absolutely. as fans, and if they are willing to move on from him, it's either one of two things: it's either they feel that in this draft they can upgrade that position, or he is not grading out his his game is on the decline. He's not grading out with the way he used to grade out, and I know a lot of times for us as fans that's hard to see, but they have people they have people on that staff that go into these games, at, they chart every play, they chart every pass, they chart every down, they chart everything. And, and obviously for them to feel comfortable enough to move on from him, he's not trending in the right direction. But, 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 but on the, and to me, I hear what you're saying, but, but then it could also be like an arrogance thing where though I know I can get somebody in here that's better than him. My whole thing is if you're going to trade this man, please bring somebody that's on the same yeah, well, that's level be, that's, better that's than that's him. That's what they think. That's, yeah. what, that's, well, that's, the, that's what I'm saying, Rasheem. But it, it also doesn't have – but, Rasheem, it doesn't always – much cheaper. Well, that's it. It doesn't have to be the same talent level. I mean, and Rasheem, we appreciate it. The odds of them finding a guy that's exactly as good as it's Slay – It's not probably as good. But, but you can find someone cheaper that's almost as see, good. This is the thing that, that you have to realize as fans, as we have to realize as fans. We're dealing with two, two dynamics here. We're dealing with the, the money aspect of it. We're dealing with the, uh, the fact that declining players, and, and you're also dealing with a third aspect. When you talk about younger players, they're silly. Like, they're grading these players on potential. These young players that they're thinking about drafting in the first and the second round and all this other stuff, they're drafting them on potentially where they could project to be. Mm. And that's what they're they, – they have so many people that vet this young talent, man. They really, really do. And they must feel comfortable that with this year's draft, whether it be during, like if you draft a young man or bring him in via free agency, they feel comfortable enough in this draft that they can get some corners that could play probably not as good as Slay, but pretty darn good that they can pay a lot less money to and still get you to the promised land. Well, and that's it. A couple things here. 215-592-9494. As we react to the Darius Slay news, Eagles have given him a, a permission to seek a trade. Both you and I agree on this one. It would not be a mistake to trade Darius Slay. So a couple things. One, uh, Albert Breer says Slay himself did not request a trade. It's it's part of the negotiations. It's it's what we said. It's, it, it's like Lamar. Like, hey, you, you go find the deal you want. Go ahead. It's, it, they, if they initiated this, this can only get worse from here. So the other thing is, Jeff McClain, Philadelphia Choir, says the Eagles want him to take a pay cut. Now, <laughs> my thought is this. So you mentioned the, all the people they have eyes on this, right? Film, and they're, they're breaking the chart and everything. Hugh, they have a new defensive coordinator, Sean Desai. I'm sure before his interview, he watched every game the Eagles played last year. I don't like year. the way he played. Right? I, I, I think he's all right. I, 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 I could do better. It, I, could, I, could, I could find somebody that plays the way that I want to play. Exactly. Like, this is the thing that we, we as fans have to understand. This is not, this is not personal. And, and, and if you're listening to anything that I say, it, it's not personal. I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I'm looking at it from the perspective of me playing GM on the radio. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the radio GM right now. And that's how I'm looking at it. When you look at the fact that they asked this man to take a pay cut, and then he says no, 
And they said, all right, then we'll go find a trade. There's only one recourse after that. If they can't find a trade partner, he's out of here. That's it. He's out of here. So for everybody that's saying he he played this, that, or the third, they're looking at that film, and whatever they see on that film, they do not like. Yeah, and it tells me also how he wants to give himself options for next week. He doesn't yes. have much cap space. By next week, I'm telling you, Kyle, by next week, I think Elliot tweeted this morning, they have $8 million in cap space. Yep. How he's going to make that $30 million by Monday? I mean, whether that's restructuring Lane Johnson, trading Slay, like he's not going into free agency with one hand tied on his back. No, most definitely not. They just restructured uh, Jake Elliott. It's so like $2 million, $2 yeah, million. So, I mean, how yeah. he's, how he's always working on, on those kind of things. Now, the interesting thing here from Jeff McClain, uh, for what it's worth, says Darius Slay is as good as gone. So, <laughs> listen, and, and I just want y'all to know, listen, this is, this is, I'm going to take this moment right here. This is going to be my first I told you so. Oh, I love that. This is going to be my first I told you so. Boom! I tried to tell, <laughs> I tried to tell you yesterday that that defense win championships mantra, that dog don't hunt no more. It don't. This is, I feel so vindicated right now because I didn't read none of these stories. This is just me. Listen, y'all, like, if Howie ever steps down from being a GM, I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in the name for next year. Can I come I, with I, you as the yeah, assistant? You, yeah, of course you can. But I get all the numbers because on the gonna, centers. I'll, I'll drive around looking at the lawns. You're going to help me think about this thing outside the box. <laughs> but I'm trying to tell you. Y'all going to start listening to me today. I tried to tell you that old defensive mantra, that don't that dog does not hunt anymore. Well, This is an offensive-driven lead. That's why Jason Kelsey is about to get paid. And this defensive secondary, everybody out there going to have to buy a whole bunch of new jerseys. Y'all better hope one of these young players get a number two jersey. Cause uh, it's, it, it, and you could all you gotta do is like put the little white, the little tape on the back, and put his new name, and then it, there you have it. We did, I don't care about that defense. <laughs> I'm trying to. It's tell funny. You, we, man. we actually, as you said that, we we did that. So uh, my son had a well, Wentz back in the day, right? Yeah, Eleven. You changed, yeah. So so he he wanted a Hurts. Oh, he he got his, he has um he has Devontae. Devontae. But yeah. then before the Super Bowl, my daughter, she's like, I want a jersey. I'm like, well, we have the old Wentz one, so we put we taped Brown over it. AJ Brown. Yeah, you got to. She's wore AJ Brown for the Super Bowl. All right, let's talk to Doug at Petsog. What's up, Doug? The Doug. Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on, man? Yeah, I don't think it's a mistake at all to move off there because this is an offensive-driven league now. And the, honestly, the first thing I'm looking for when a deep play happens or an interception happens, I'm looking for a flag. Just glancing at a receiver these days gets you, penal- gets you penalized, you know? The way the game is now. Well, it is. And it's one thing, Doug, like, no one would be upset at having really good defensive players. Like last year, they had a good defense, but. Once these guys want to be paid extra, right, or the cap number goes up, then it's like, is it really worth it? And I, th- I think for Slay, it's not. Not at 32 years old. Oh, yeah, definitely not. This, this, this cap is just it just kills football. It really does. I, I think they need to just either get rid of it and let the better teams be better. I'm sorry. It's, uh, that's the way I feel about the cap. I hate it because it's like we're a big football market. We shouldn't be handicapped because smaller market teams can't keep up with us. It's yeah, and I, Doug, I hear. I, I actually think it makes football what it is. Every team could compete. Yeah, it's exciting. And that, yeah. that's it's, the, the league wanted parity so many years ago. That's why they made free agency so much easier. And the fact that, you know, you can get guys to move around. This is not – and this is also me not saying that that Darius Slay cannot play anymore. That's not what I'm saying. He For, for what – potentially the Eagles want to be defensively, he does not fit their scheme schematically. That's basically no, what this is. No, it doesn't really. And just watching the Super Bowl, too, it just it did really exposed a lot of flaws that we, we do have. I mean, we knew this team had flaws, but the Super Bowl really definitely exposed it. So at, at some point, something has to change. And if you know, Darius is not going to play ball with the Eagles, then sorry. Yeah, Doug, I know you wanted to mention uh, the Chuck Fletcher thing. We didn't want to ignore it. So what's your take on Fletcher getting fired this morning? Fletcher getting fired is just a band-aid on a broken leg. Honestly, this is just a stunt to get 
fans back in the seats, it's not going to work. They need a total purge top to bottom. As long as I've been alive, um, Homer or Clarkie has been involved with the organization in some kind of capacity. Those two guys, they got to go also because they have wheeled influence for too long in that building. Yeah, and Doug, we appreciate it, man. Hugh, it's amazing. Um, It is amazing how – and I know when you were here in the past – I mean, hockey was was, like, was a big deal. It, it, at least people cared, and yeah. now people just care because they're angry. Like they don't care about the game to game. No, I mean we just don't talk about it because people don't care that much. But today they fired the GM, so maybe maybe it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say because like this is what the third or fourth year that they they haven't made the playoffs, and, yeah, and they were been they've been sellers in the uh, well potential sellers, but not good enough sellers. Yeah, good enough sellers. So it's it's just it's just crazy how much hockey does not matter in Philadelphia. And that used to be, a, like you said, that used to be a big deal. Yeah, and, it, and I think deep down people want it to matter. It's just like they've been so irrelevant for so long, so they fired the GM. I mean, what a crazy morning here. On the, This has been, has this been our most action-packed morning so yeah, far? No question. Yeah. It's Friday, it's the weekend. What you, you got fired on a Friday. You got the whole weekend <laughs> to think about being fired. Yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, I'm pretty sure he ain't missing no meals. He got some bread. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure. He yeah. I'm, but still, just to, just to you know, Because it's easy to find a parking space. It's amazing. So obviously, the morning is down at Borgata. We know the afternoon show usually at Chickies on Fridays, but today they're they're down at Clearwater. We're gonna talk to those guys later on in the show. But we, we got in here today. We, we run the place. Yeah. Even Rod Lakin's working from home. Training wheels are off. What man. is going on around here? I got two coffees this morning <laughs> and didn't have to wait for none of them. No, no, we we can do whatever we want. We're we're, we're in charge of WIP. Joe and Jersey's up. What's up, Joe? Joe. Hey, Black Panther, how we doing? <laughs> hey, Joe, what's, what's up, going buddy? on, man? So, guys, I just want to make a differentiation here, okay? Football's a game of monopoly. Everybody gets the same money, okay? Uh-huh. So the differentiator is management, upper management, and how they draft, okay? To me, Slay, Big Mouth Slay, no play Slay, goodbye. This draft is <laughs> deep at cornerback. Yo, that, that sounded a little We're going to replace him with cornerbacks. <laughs> Rodriguez. I like the kid Joey Port. I know who you like, uh, Hugh, that kid from Illinois, whoever. Okay, the second thing is I would look to draft Cancy from Pitt because, to me, he's like a young Hargrave or Smith. So, to me, we got to get younger. We got to get better. The draft is deep at cornerback. We get a D-tackle. We get a cornerback. And I think if I could take Bradbury, I'd rather have Bradbury than Slay. I think Slay's on the back end right now. Me, Joe, I'm with you on that. And and, and there's an age difference. Sure, we're talking about two years difference in age. Joe, it, it, that matters at that position. That's a lot, a lot of years. Joe, we appreciate it. That is a lot of years. 215-592-9494. A ton to react to here. If you just hopped in the car, just put us on. Man, Andrew Painter, four weeks are going to shut him down. He has a sprained UCL. Chuck Fletcher obviously fired this morning by the Flyers. And the big one, the Eagles have allowed Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. So we will talk about all of it here. 215-592-9494. On the other side, all your calls. And Elliot Shore Park is going to hop on with us. Give us the implications of this, what he thinks is going to happen as we trend towards free agency and the new league year starting next week. 215-592-9494. We'll discuss it all on the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 W. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.